Andy Bush and Richie Firth here, starting off our podcast intro, Drinking Peroni. <laughs> all three of us, that's myself and Bushy and our uh, producer, Adem, uh, all have a, a bottle in our hand right now, which uh, I believe, due to broadcasting rules, maybe we wouldn't be able to let you know if this was live, but as it's a podcast, I think we're kosher. I think that's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with drinking whilst you're starting oh. to do... A podcast. Podcast. It makes, um, makes it for interesting perspective, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, God. And he had, like, three sips. What's going on? <laughs> Enjoy the <laughs> podcast, friends. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little house. You are listening to Absolute Radio. It's home time. Mince pies in the workplace on a Tuesday afternoon. Raconteurs before that corner shop. And some secret squirrel stuff going on in our office right now. It's the Absolute Radio Christmas party tonight. So law dictates that right now the Absolute Radio secret Santa is underway. It's interesting this because I've opted out this year. And I've opted in for the first time in my 10 years here. Wow. In my previous life, waking up early for work, yeah. I was a bit Grinch like. I'd go home. I wouldn't come back in for the party. Try not to make eye contact with people just to get <laughs> exactly. on the tube and have a sleep. But I'm a reformed character. You're now. a different guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I thought, oh, yeah, I'll, g- I'll get in on this Christmas stuff. Yeah. So I've, I've entered the Christmas Secret Santa. And of course, I remember to buy the Secret Santa gift. This morning. Nice. <laughs> That's why I stepped out, because it's just too much of a panic attack, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. The stress that I felt with a £5 budget, walking up <laughs> and down the high street of my little town in Hertfordshire, trying to genuinely find a gift for this secret person. It's really tricky. Five quid is really difficult. It, it is difficult, because you want it to be good. You also want people to be... You want that person to be bragging about their gift. Now, just remind me with Secret Santa, you know who you're buying for. You know the person that it's going to be, right? I know who I'm buying for, Okay, but they will receive the gift, and they will not know who it's from. Ah, I see. There's right. the secret element. There's the secret bit. Here's the problem. I've left the Secret Santa gift on the stairs at home. Oh, God. And I remembered when I got on the train and shut the door behind myself. So that's you out of Secret Santa then? Finished. Well, no, it's, it's not because... Well, well it I've, is because you, pre- you haven't got the present with you. I'll have the present with me tomorrow. And what I've done for the person that I was assigned, I've written IOU. Oh, I didn't even know about this bit. What you, whoa, hold on a second. What's, what, you've written them an IOU? I've written an IOU, apologising. Oh, my Saying that you'll word. get your secret Santa tomorrow. On what On what format is this note? Compliment slip. <laughs> <laughs> the irony, the irony of compliment slip. I feel really bad. I feel re- This has to be the worst secret Santa ever. You reckon? I think it's probably up there. I I'd, think getting nothing is worse than getting something that you're going, what? If I was this person, I would prefer the mystery of at least nothing turning up. At least you've got someone to talk about. <laughs> well, have you promised when you're going to give this and it's going to be in tomorrow, you reckon? Oh yeah, tomorrow. I'll remember tomorrow. If you can beat that for a terrible... I think Richie has won out with the worst Secret <laughs> Santa thing ever. Yeah. If you can beat that for a bad gift, 8, 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. No songs repeated whilst you're at work. It's the no repeat guarantee. First hour of home time with Andy Bush and Richie Firth on a Tuesday afternoon. Thank you very much. I'm immediately feeling better about bringing in an IOU for uh, the office secret Santa today uh, by some of the stuff that you are telling me about what has happened to you. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Sandra says, I had a senior manager for Secret Santa once. I thought I was being clever by getting them something from China. 
It arrived on the 12th of January. Oh, yeah, like the shipping time. It's cheap, but the shipping time's like five weeks or whatever. An anonymous text. Someone's got a calculator. It obviously cost four ninety nine as they put a penny in the gift bag. The Ooh. limit was five quid. Slap in the face, that's quite tight. And uh, Michelle tweets saying she got chocolate body paint. When you think about what Secret Santa is, the fact that you know someone in your office has got you this, but you don't know who, that is really creepy. It's like that Hitchcock film, Rear Window. Yeah. Quite, I don't know who's watching. <laughs> uh, just a couple of quick questions about this. So um, they're downstairs. I think opening them now on our first floor at Absolute I believe Radio. so, yeah. Uh, this person that you've had to write the IOU, what's their role within the company? <laughs> They're a presenter. One of the presenters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. <laughs> no, it makes it worse. Uh, opening their pre- presence uh, as we speak, apparently. Uh, one other text is coming in now from a lady called Moggy, who says, yes, last year the theme was to buy a gift using the first letter of the recipient's name. I was given cat treats and a cat toy. I'm allergic to cats and I don't even have one. <laughs> I think the person buying for me misunderstood the theme. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 for your comments. We've got a great track from the Happy Mondays next. With Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, with a huge range of gifts for everyone to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Secret Santa has been happening downstairs at Absolute Radio. It's our office Christmas party uh, tonight, and gifts have been exchanged. Um, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Champion joins us. Hello. Hi. How are you? I've had a shocker. What's happened? So, I was handed a piece of paper as my Secret Santa gift. Oh, dear. And I'm... Instantly, I'm nervous. Right. And I'm thinking, this is... Go on. How is it... How you say handed out? I've just seen a photo of everyone having their presence downstairs, and there's lots of you. So it's one person calling the names out and you're stepping up to take your... In front of everyone else. Yes. Wow. And, you know, some of the presents are really lovingly prepared. You can Uh tell that, you know, time and thought and effort has gone in. They're wrapped, you know, like something you see in Selfridges, all the sort of curly ribbons. I get handed a comp slip. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year, I got a... Framed photo of one of our colleagues, Brendan. Right, That's <laughs> and nice. I thought this this has got Brendan written all over it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I open up the comp slip. Do you want to hear what it says? Let's see, let read the words. Out. What does it say? Dear Sarah, Happy Christmas. Ho ho, hopeless. Because this <laughs> That's Santa. Quite, That's quite funny. Just be steady with us, Richie. <laughs> this Santa has left your present on the stairs at home. <sighs> But it will mysteriously appear later this week. Promise, Secret Santa. And it's quite childlike handwriting as well, isn't it, to make it worse? I think it's very feminine handwriting. It is quite... Uh, you're right, it is really, really feminine. That is not feminine. You know the way, the way like, teenage girls do a big circle for the I dot on the top of certain letters? And yeah. Stuff like that, a little bit yeah. like that. Yeah, I think that's, it's definitely a woman... It's definitely a woman. That aside... Oh, no, woman. now I'm looking at Richie and I'm it's starting not to woman. Want... My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> it was him. <laughs> He's the idiot that's ruined Secret Santa. You've got teenage girls handwriting. I've not got teenage girls handwriting. You've got teenage girls handwriting. I've got very good handwriting. (laughs) I write better than your average man. That's not a teenage girl's handwriting. Oh, hasn't this come round and uh, bitten you on the backside? (laughs) This particular thing. How do you feel, Champers? The fact that his handwriting is like uh, Jane Austen's. Can we move away from my calligraphy? And can I heartfelt apologise? I know you've had to come in a long way yeah. for this. Yeah. And you've opened Good up two a compliment slip. And I genuinely feel really bad. And that Good. is a God's honest truth story. It is on the stairs at home. Honestly, Pete I'm very, in very the studio behind us, he was like, oh, I feel so sorry for you. Like, my little oh. face fell. Oh, Champions is coming early for this. You've absolutely ruined Christmas. Second surprise tomorrow, what can I say? Christmas cancelled for Sarah Champion, and now we're going to ironically play Tom Grennan, Found What I've Been Looking For. Absolute Radio.
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With the personal disaster that has happened to me with Sarah Champion's Secret Santa here at Absolute Radio today, I have to say, Christmas songs are a little bit soiled. It's his <laughs> home time on Absolute Radio. Andy Bush and Richie Firth, Noel Gallagher, a Merry Christmas, everybody, which is what I wanted to say to Sarah. I left her gift at home. Interesting upshot of this is that the in the IOU note that Richie wrote to Sarah apologising for forgetting to bring her Secret Santa present in, uh, Sarah's pointing out that Richie's got quite a feminine handwriting. I have not. And a lot of people are saying quite a feminine handwriting. We've posted it online. A couple of people are saying, show us the handwriting, show us the note. It's just tidy. If you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, you can decide for yourself. Ed Morris says, <laughs> if you look closely at the dot above the eye, it's in the shape of a heart. Oh, come off it, Ed. <laughs> uh, we're after our fourth Dave for the 12 Daves of Christmas, and we will find them after the kooks are naive on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, as you're probably aware, Richie and I have embarked on an ambitious Christmas project called the 12 Daves of Christmas. Uh, every single day, uh, we hear from a different day from around the United Kingdom, singing and making up part of a song that by the end of it will be fantastic, won't it? You'll recognise the tune, but you won't recognise the lyrics because there's not a partridge or a pear tree in sight. Just Daves. Just Daves. And today we're after Dave number four, aren't we? We are indeed. Let's meet them. Who is this? All right, it's Dave from Dundee. Dave hey. from Dundee. Wow, our first north of the border, Dave. Yes. In many ways. Yeah, about time, eh? Hey, it is. <laughs> I, I've never been to Dundee before, Dave. What's it like there? Is it good? It's all right. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, so it's all right. Dave, listen, you can, uh, you can maybe correct me on the only thing that I know about Dundee, and it is this. I think Dundee has the geographically closest football rivalry in the United Kingdom. Am I right or am I right? That's correct. Confirmed by Danny Dyer on some TV show a long time ago. I did oh. not know that. All oh, right. Yeah. What is it? Their stadiums yeah, yeah. are close. Is that what yeah. it is? Uh, Dens so, Park right and Tannadice. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So what? How close? Like you could walk across in a couple of minutes. Well, across the street. Imagine that. Imagine if the ball from one team's game landed in the ball of the other team's <laughs> game. That'd make your mind explode, wouldn't it, Dave from Dundee? It's not happened yet, but it's possible. Thanks for getting on board with this, Dave. <laughs> are, you a, are you a festive Dave, Dave from Dundee? What festive stuff have you done so far? Mm, not so festive, but uh, looking forward to the Christmas holidays anyway. Richie, what do you reckon Dave does, just from listening to his voice? Aye, aye, aye. Dave, I'm going to go bus driver. No. OK, what, I, this, what, it sounds like I was way off. Yeah, he's disgusted by that. OK. What, you, what well, are you, Dave? Plumber. Oh, oh, top of number one of all my trades, Dave. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> well, listen, Dave, you got a good singing voice? Uh, we'll find out in a second. OK, fantastic. Do you want to tune up at all? Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, whatever it is? Give it a little go? Not really, no. Can I just say, Dave reminds me of the kind of person whose pint I accidentally nudge in an away game pub. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, pal, I'll buy you a new one. Uh, Dave, get ready. Are you ready to sing? Yeah. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Day from Dundee, day from Twickwick, day from Telford, and a day from Cavalry. <laughs> yeah, he was a bit reluctant, but we got there in the end. <laughs> Good old Dave from Dundee, Dave number four. We've got a big day tomorrow, haven't we? Yes, it's the five gold rings, Dave. We need a Dave from somewhere that's only got one syllable in the location. Could that be you? Make sure you're on board for tomorrow's show. Absolute Radio.
They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, so, look, I'm just picking back up on what I was saying earlier on. Every Saturday, I don't know if anyone else used to do this when they were kids, me and my brother would sit there in a pyjamas on the floor Saturday morning and enjoy, enjoy, not enjoy, an entire episode of Wacky Day with Timmy <laughs> Mallet. Just because it used to have five minutes of the Transformers cartoon on it. Which was fantastic. Love that. Love the old school cartoon. It was brilliant. Fast forward 30 years, Transformers has been turned into an actual film franchise that we all know we all know about that. However, uh, I don't know if you've seen this in the adverts, I think we're playing here on Absolute Radio, but also on posters and stuff around. Uh, uh, my favourite bit part character in Transformers has now got his own movie, and that's Bumblebee, <laughs> uh, who's the yellow VW, uh, what would you call it? Beetle. Beetle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bumblebee. There you go. He's, yeah. he's got his own kind of spin-off film thing, which I think is a brilliant thing, and hopefully there'll be more Bumblebee movies still to come. But I love the idea of someone who's kind of in the background, who's on the side, the edges of a TV show, getting their entire own movie. Fantastic. And I want that to be the challenge for the next half an hour on the show, uh, a creative uh, offer. Why don't you create a spin-off movie featuring a peripheral character from any TV show, OK? Think of a TV show, someone who's in the sidelines a little bit, imagine they've got their own film. Do you think there's something in Loro the movie? Oh, Lauro from... Um, <laughs> Match of the day. He'd be so good. <laughs> it would be a comedy. Real big thing when he ch- decides to remove his moustache. <laughs> it could be called chocolate wrists. <laughs> Goalkeeper's got... Chase got chocolate wrists for me. Uh, what about backstory to... Do you remember in Star Wars? Uh, one second, one second. I never knew you had such a chilling Mark Lawrence in your Thanks, locker. Bro. That was really good. Well, I don't know, Richie. There's something about the defence is not right. It's got to touch Mavis Riley now, but there we go. <laughs> oh, I don't really know. <laughs> uh, what about this, right? Other go backstory. On, yeah. Backstory to... In Star Wars, you know the blokes that start on Luke Skywalker in the cantina bar? Yes. Uh, you know, the one who says, I've got the death sentence on ten moons? Yeah. Backstory to them, they could have their own spin-off film. Controversial, because I think there's enough of a debate about spin-offs from Star Wars movies at the moment with Rogue One and such like, but well, there's something in it. Prequels, they don't exist, so we've got that one sorted out. <laughs> uh, the female assassin cat in Dog Tanya in the cartoon, who I was obsessed with when I was a kid... Had as, the hots for her. As assassin cats go, yeah. female ones. Pretty good. Right up there. Uh, and what about, uh, uh, this is just another one, and this might spark your creative juices, a spin-off movie about the girl in The Apprentice who tells them they can go through to the boardroom now. <laughs> <laughs> just don't rule it out. <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Meanwhile, turn this song up. It's the best song of the night. It's Monaco. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on a Tuesday night. Monaco on Absolute Radio. Your creative brief for the next 20 minutes on this show. Create a spin-off movie featuring a peripheral character from any TV show. Because Bumblebee from Transformers has got his own film. If Bush sounds distracted right now, it's because he's uh, looking at a picture of Milady uh, from, uh, from Dog Tanyan, <laughs> who was the uh, the assassin cat. We've reminded ourselves she had a mask as well. What a sexy is that your thing, is assassin it? Masked cat she cats. She really has, filthy man. has had a profound effect on me for the rest of my life, Milady. Yeah. It's good that you've come up with a name, though. I've never had a name for her. Now it's my lady. That help? That's helped a little bit. Interesting. Um, okay. So, listen, there's some yes. good stuff coming in here. People suggesting uh, peripheral characters that should get their own film. The horse from Rent-A-Ghost, says someone. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, guys, I would like to see Tracy from Behind the Bar in EastEnders having her own spin-off uh, TV show or series owning her own pub. That'd many, many stories from that. Uh, Louis in Bristol has a great shout. This would have been brilliant. Reg Hollis PI from The Bill. Back in the glory oh. days of The Bill and Reg. That would have been amazing. Yeah. You know, they're getting so clever now with CGI and, and bringing people to life even past dying. That would yeah. be quite good. That would be good. I don't want to rule it out. Uh, and two here, Dan says we need a standalone Chewbacca movie immediately. And I love this one. What about the nautical tales of Uncle Albert from Only Fools and Horses? <laughs> 8, 12, 15 for your text. Great track from ACDC next. Sometime with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Find great gifts whoever you're shopping for. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Meanwhile, we're asking you to create a spin-off movie for a peripheral character in a TV show. Because Bumblebee from Transformers has got his own film. Who else would you like to see get their own film or maybe sequence of films? What about Barry Scott from Sillip Bang? <laughs> Where does what's his backstory? How did he get in a F-16 fighter jet at the end? Uh, Michael says that you'll love this one, Richie. The life and times of Winston Bogard. Oh. Signed for Chelsea, got injured, never played a single game. Let's hear his story, says Michael. That's a good shout. Good football. Really, really one. good shout. Uh, Ian in Nottingham says, how about a spin-off film starring Colin the Caretaker from the British Empire? Oh, it'd be that good, was a it? great show. Was that Saturday Night Fair? I don't know why. I remember kind of, I, I seem to remember having my tea on my lap watching that, but maybe that's wrong. I don't know. It was brilliant. Uh, another one here. Anonymous, though. Backstory for the mole Penfold from Danger Mouse. Follow his university years, getting a degree in forensics, the romances, the drunken <laughs> nights, the trouble getting some good specs. How he ended up living in a letterbox <laughs> or whatever. And then Steve Mincher says, Gunter from Friends in a dark, intense thriller where his fondness for Rachel has got more a sinister stalker type route. Yeah, thanks for that, Steve. There's <laughs> always one. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Got one of these smart speakers at home. There are many available mm-hmm. uh, that answer to names and uh, do, uh, do commands when you ask them. Do you have one? I haven't got one, but I'm aware that it is a tech revolution. Uh, it is, it is, but I, I, I have to be honest, it freaked me out somewhat last night. Uh, when I got home after the show, mm-hmm. uh, sat having uh, dinner, uh, bangers and mash, for oh, those that are interested. Lush. Good hearty winter meal. Any veg? Do we just have the bangers and the mash? Uh, no, no veg. <laughs> Old school, I like it. <laughs> it's weird, I went to the cafe across the road the other day and I had fish and chips. I'm oh, sorry, fish and mash. No, well, I have fish and chips. Fish and chips, no peas or anything at all. Uh, I'd, I'd say it straight. I don't think at times veg is uh, integral, really. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Midway through the meal, yeah. suddenly, my Amazon Echo that answers to a certain name. I'm not going to say that name right now because it will set off a myriad of smart speakers across mm. the UK. Starts repeating what I'd just been saying. Oh, no. That is weird, isn't it? It had been listening and recorded me. Recorded you? Recorded me. It had recorded me because it spat back out exactly what i just said. My voice. Wow. About five seconds worth of speech. And it stopped us in our tracks. Am I right in thinking that you did a Hitler's Toilet about two or three weeks ago where you were saying that people were getting caught out by uh, their special speakers in time is yes. listening into their conversations it has to be listening in all the time because otherwise it wouldn't hear its special command if you think about it wow the thing is 
I mean, maybe I'm a little bit um, uh, naive as as far as how these things work. I couldn't then replicate it. I asked it by name. I said, hey, Alice, if that's what it's called. Let's call her Alice. Let's call it Alice. I said, Alice, repeat what I'm saying. And she just goes, I'm sorry, I don't understand the command. Yeah. I could not replicate it. But I had not said the name, and it just recorded and repeated my voice. I would love to know if anyone has these things... And if it's happened to you, because otherwise something really freaky is happening in my house. Now, this is interesting because I watched Terminator 2 quite recently, and obviously we all know the whole story behind Terminator. It's this kind of war between human and machines. Can I take you back to yesterday's show? You were kind of, I don't know, interfering with technology by closing the doors on trains <laughs> ahead of them wanting to do it themselves. Do you think there's any coincidence that your Alice, or whatever it's called, <laughs> your smart speaker is suddenly recording you and playing it back at you? We shall see. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Bangers and mash for dinner with my wife last night. We live the high life, but overeating suddenly my Amazon e- uh, uh, Echo, Alexa, what it, whatever it's called. Yeah, your smart digibox. That's it, the thing. Starts repeating back what I'd said, uh, which was chilling because I'd not asked it to. How does it do this? Has this happened to you? Interesting that we should be playing Uprising by Muse because I was suggesting earlier on that it might be a Terminator 2 type thing where the machines are fighting mm. back. Adam in Wolverhampton says uh, the Echo's recorded every command you give it and can listen back to them in the app. Don't know the trigger command for what you experience, but the recording is widely known thing. <laughs> uh, Sam says, Richie, you can say Simon says, and she copies, I think. Wow. I can't wait to get home from the Christmas party tonight. Maybe slightly happy. Yep. And give that a go. Couple of sherbets down. <laughs> yeah, making a right mess. Shouting downstairs. at the smart speaker. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, so, here's a question. Are you self-employed and, as a result, never, ever get a staff Christmas party? It's our staff do tonight mm-hmm. here at Absolute Radio, and there's people running around spraying an incredible amount of perfume and cologne around the hallways. <laughs> but maybe you you get very frustrated because you don't get a staff do because it's just you and your Todd working in your place. You have to hear about everybody else's. We're trying to change that on this show, aren't we, Richie? Uh, we are indeed. It's going to happen on the 19th of December at the Trinity Bell in London. Thanks very much to the good people at Fuller's. It's our no-office office Office party. party. 20 seats up for grabs. All you've got to do is go online, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win to enter. And like I say, Fuller's have been brilliant about this. They're loaning us an amazing pub and putting on a three-course meal which looks lush. Roasted usk, turkey breast, apricot and turkey stuffing, pigs in blankets, gravy. Tell us about the fact that you're self-employed and the fact that you never normally get a party and we might put you in our meal. Let's go to the phone and say hi to Tanya. Hi. Tanya, lovely to have you on the show. Uh, you <laughs> say you. in your little email that how many years have you been self-employed and never had a party? Um, 27 years self-employed, but five since... Because I, I kind of go back into the fashion industry every now and again, and so probably a good... Well, five, certainly. Wow. And do people take it for granted then when they're talking about the work Christmas do that people like you who are self-employed, you don't get any of that, do you? No, it's rubbish. It's not <laughs> I'm fair. very jealous of Christmas parties. Roasted Gressingham duck breast. Oh. Mm. Sounds good, doesn't it? Tanya, it's oh, going to yeah. be you. You don't have to choose that, Yay. but you're going to have the option because we'd love you to come. 
Oh, it's amazing. Thank you so much. And a little bit like Heston Blumenthal, we want to put together this eclectic mix of of 20 different people from different types of self-employed careers and celebrating the fact that you're self-employed. Tell everyone what you do. What's your business? Okay, so I'm a seamstress. But I, I work with clothing and I make bespoke garments for people. But I also work with leather and um, hence Tanya Hyde um, uh, title. Um, I love that as a name. Brilliant name. <laughs> it was the bikers that came up with that one, not me. I, I, I always <laughs> like tend my... to go with whatever the bikers are saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go yeah. along with that. Yeah, I'm not going to go against them. Well, well listen, like my girly name, so. Tanya, lovely to speak <laughs> yeah. to you. Uh, put a big you. red circle around Wednesday the 19th of December because you are coming to our party. And if you would like to be involved, maybe you'd be sat next to Tanya getting your order in for some form of... Roasted Gressingham duck best or Uskvale <laughs> turkey. I was thinking more along the lines of a corset, oh. given her career. <laughs> <laughs> One track mind food, Perth over there. Just looking at the menu. <laughs> All you've got to do is go to our website, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. Cheese board. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime with Andy Bush and Richie Fur on Absolute Radio, home of the No Office Office Party. Richie and I are throwing a Christmas party, a Christmas lunch for people who are self-employed and normally don't get one. At the Trinity Bell in London, Wednesday the 19th of December is when it's happening thanks to Fuller's for this three-course meal. Pierre William Tart Tatin <laughs> with a Fuller's cinnamon ice cream. I said it like a proper waiter. The, the menu is an, is an amazing thing, isn't it's it? It's a work of art. These people are food genii. And Daryl, uh, you could... Well, you know, there's no could about it. Daryl, we want you to join us as well. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Good man. Tell us about you, Daryl. What do you do? I work from home. I'm a writer. Uh, so, yeah, sometimes ghost writing. So that's a pretty lonely job, really. Daryl. Great job. It's, it's fantastic. But, with, with, you know, no dis- with no disrespect meant to Tanya and her leather patches. <laughs> a ghost writer. You are now our most intriguing guest so far. You are. You are. Give us a you hint right. of someone that you've ghostwritten for. You don't have to say who they are, but uh, imagine them silhouetted Ooh. out in a newspaper article. <laughs> Uh, I can't say too much or we'll get sacked. So I have to be very careful what I say. But uh, uh, there are people you will have heard of. Wow. But they, do you feel in any way it's cheating, though? Because they're saying that they've written this, but actually it's you. You're the one who's done all the writing. <laughs> uh, well, they've done all the hard work. They've, uh, you know, they've got to where they've got to and they're busy people and they pay me a lot of money so Daryl uh, oh my goodness good you man. are you are being too polite about yourself and do you know what he doesn't even get a Christmas party I know so you've never had no. a Christmas party what, what's Christmas workplace Christmas like for you as good as it gets Daryl what do you do well I do put the Christmas jumper on but it's a little bit tragic isn't it walking around in a Star Wars Christmas jumper on your own oh Dearie me, isn't that bleak? Hang on, is Star Wars Ghost written by Daryl? Have I missed all this? <laughs> oh, you weren't responsible oh, for Jar Jar Binks, were you, Daryl? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, good luck, look at that, not. straight in, no well, chance. Daryl, look, we want to see you at the Trinity Bell for our No Office Office Party, and uh, right. if we can if we can find five minutes over lunch to talk about my forthcoming book, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, no problem. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. If you're self-employed and don't normally get a Christmas do, we are throwing a party just for you, and you can uh, apply right now on our website, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. Uh, do you know what we haven't done the last couple of days? It's been uh, a busy few shows, is updated the Advent Calendar Stock Index. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's explain this again. Your, your wife has done a lovely thing. She has. So uh, last Christmas, <laughs> not oh, the song, uh, I got her the uh, the Liberty Advent Calendar, which is one of these uh, sort of bespoke advent calendars it's got beauty bits in um, mm-hmm. she was delighted unbeknownst to me she kept it and over the last 12 months has been repurposing it putting little gifts in for me and now I'm having kind of the surprise that she had last year but obviously for chap stuff it's a lovely thing that's a lovely thing it is we've kind of uh, turned it from a lovely thing into a rather uh, a cruel thing by by scoring the gifts that have come out it, every single day it, on our Twitter now at Absolute Radio have a little look because we've been tracking this thing a little bit like in the Financial Times it's called the Firth Advent Calendar Gift Index that's right yeah and it's up and down like the stock exchange isn't it in terms so, of quality it is indeed the first few days we had a, a hand moisturiser a shaving yeah. apron a steak Vouchers to go out for a steak. Current high point, that one. Uh, a pair of pants, followed that. Uh, H&M gift card, and, uh, and then a pair of socks. That's where we're up to date. So, since then, I can report a mini cheese grater. What? What? What's that for? <laughs> you know how we found out on the show that I grate parmesan into my scrambled egg? Uh, yeah. It just means I've got, like, it's, it's like the size of my thumb. Just grate, grate, grate off a few shavings of parmesan into the scrambled egg. It's perfect. You, don't, need to, don't need to get the big one out. Are you sure it's not, off, like, a foot-related thing? Seems <laughs> <laughs> so there might be foot-related. No, it's not. So that's called eight, eight out of ten. Yeah. Uh, then we moved on to another pair of pants, so it took a dip there. Oh, so you, um, producer Oden was right. She has cracked open a multi-pack of pants. Yes, definitely. There yeah. could be more of these still to come. She's also cracked open a multi-pack of socks because uh, that came up the next day. Okay. Uh, but that scored highly again. That uh, got 7 out of 10. Because you love the feeling of it. John Lewis voucher the next day, 8 out of 10. Great. Never known the undersold. Yeah. Then we took a dip because it was socks again today. See, that's repetition. Which is why socks today have been scored a 6, lower than the socks the other day because they're too close to the other socks. Law of diminishing return for <laughs> socks. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's our Christmas party. We're heading off to it in around about 12 minutes' time. Mm. So there is a Christmas feel to today's Hitler's Toilet. Uh, I found a story that is covering off the calories that we're eating come Christmas. I thought if we talk about it now, we can kind of forget about it by Christmas Day and just enjoy it anyway. Because you do tuck away a fair old bit, don't you, over Christmas? 6,000 calories on average. Wow. On Christmas Day. What's your weakness, your Achilles heel on Christmas? Pigs in blankets. Yes. So Mm. uh, the academics from Birmingham and Loughborough University have calculated how much physical activity would be required to burn off various festive favourites. Okay. I will go straight to the pigs in blankets and I will tell you that five pigs in blankets containing 70 calories would take six minutes to run off. 
So that's not too bad. No, it's not bad. It's like a couple of times around the block, isn't it? 12 minutes walk. Let's go straight to one of the favourites, a mince pie. Where do you stand on a mince pie? Love a mince pie. Just one mince pie, 245 calories. It's taking 21 minutes to run off. You see, I... Really? Yeah. That's a lot, isn't it? Stopped you, didn't it? It's really... I, I, I love mince pies. I could eat a whole box of them on my, on my own. And that's like, I don't know, it's about three hours worth of running at this rate. One glass of Prosecco, which I know would, uh, will be Andy's tipple later tonight. Absolutely. Nine... <laughs> <laughs> Nine minutes to run off. For one glass? Yeah. On so many levels, Prosecco's not worth it. <laughs> Is it? It's no. not worth it. And one final one, let's go to the turkey itself. Just one thick slice of turkey, my friends. Eight minutes to run off. Unbelievable. It's a long run on Boxing Day that I got lined up. What is the, uh, what's the phrase? Uh, a minute on the... Hips oh. is a pound on the lips. <laughs> Is that what it is? No. A minute on that. It can that, that be the phrase? <laughs> this is the phrase. A minute on the lips is a pound on the hips. This is Home Time on Absolute Radio. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Home Time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Right then. So look, this is the end of the podcast. Bonus material. Actually, one. Go on. Bonus. Right. Look at this. He's gone to a. Oh, mate. Not that. So, in the podcast, you'll have heard the disaster uh, that was my um, my Secret Santa uh, to Sarah Champion. Uh, obviously, the other side of Secret Santa is I received something myself. I don't know who this is from, all right? And I've had a, uh, a zany Christmas T-shirt, which I will wear on Christmas morning. Can to... I just say, that is the worst T-shirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> First off, right, it's... Down as it's a triple XL. That's my point. You you are thinner than that, and I feel it's a slap in the face. Whoever's bought that for you. <laughs> the T-shirt the is triple XL. I mean, come on, who buys that for someone? Who buys triple XL for someone? Even if you are, which you're not, you wouldn't you wouldn't buy that for someone anyway, would you? I mean, I mean, come on. On the journey home from the Christmas party, I'm expecting to be steaming on the train later, <laughs> and that's going to enter my head, and I'm going to have to take a long, hard look at myself. Oh, it's I, what's that noise? <laughs> this is just this is just unbelievable. I apologise for the absolute chaos at the end of this. Look, you're there trying to fight your corner about size and stuff <laughs> behaviour, helping. and no. then that doesn't help, does it? <laughs> no. Uh, if I was you, shred it and then use it to wipe the car. Bill Bailey, do you want a T-shirt? It's the podcast.